This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Anu, it's a pleasure to have you here. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. It's great to be here. I'm excited to talk with you guys today. Yeah, no, I mean, I can already tell off the bat because we got off to a great start that it's going to be a great conversation and the kind of energy that's going to be refreshing for someone if they're listening and they're kind of like in over their heads on the day already and they're kind of letting the day get ahead of them. I think this is the kind of conversation that can help people center back to where they need to be. So in the spirit of that, uh, let's also go traditionally with our first question, which is, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs? No. Yeah, no. In this case, I don't promote stereotypes, but in this case, coming from an Asian background, it actually fits. So there's a lot of medicine, the traditional route of, you know, IT, engineering, um, definitely not a lot of business people or entrepreneurs. So I'm yet again a black sheep in another way. Mm, I see. Yeah. Yeah. How did that sort of inform your progress as you began to develop professionally? You know, it's it's really letting go of a lot of things that you've learned. I feel like this process for me has been unlearning. And instead of like taking things with me that I've learned from before, it's like, let me get rid of these limitations and parameters that were set upon me that this linear path is what a path looks like. Let me just break some boxes down because I don't fit in those either. Let me pivot this way. And and so rolling with that and being able to just take you whatever direction life is taking you has been a huge uh, asset for me, I should say. Yeah, no, I, I love that specifically because entrepreneurs do tend to sort of find themselves becoming entrepreneurs. Not at, not The majority of them did it out of necessity. Right. And in doing so, often there's a lot of personal uh, things that they may not have dealt with in the process of being sort of overly invested in building and doing what they need to do for their business. Often, and we've had this conversation on a number of occasions here on this show, people end up getting everything they ever wanted only to find out they didn't really want any of it. Mm. Right. And the work that you do directly correlates to the working through these kinds of things and sort of being able to diagram and analyze and source and get past those things. But I I, want to know where did that first start for you where you saw this was where you wanted to go professionally? So first I never saw myself starting off as a businesswoman or an entrepreneur. If you told me that when I was a kid, I would have laughed. But the funny thing is the people around me kind of recognized that from uh, an early start. There was there was a sensitivity that I had and an emotional awareness or an emotional intelligence that I had where I could just read the room and I was connected to my intuition. So that's the building blocks. And then I went to physical therapy school. I started working with people's bodies. 
And when I was connecting with people's bodies, I would actually start to pick up what they were really feeling, what they were really holding. And so um, through my own experience of pain, actually after uh, losing my brother pretty suddenly, I noticed immediately I had a sharp pain in my mid-back. And I went to all the traditional routes. I went to physical therapists, fellow physical therapists. I went to chiropractors and acupuncture and massage. And it just wasn't releasing. It wasn't getting to like the heart of the matter, literally the back of the heart. And when I went to about six months after someone introduced me to a healer, and I didn't even know what that word meant. I was like, okay, I was just so desperate and lost and confused and disoriented. I'm like, let me just try and see what this is. And I remember when I walked in the room, he's like, the hairs on my hands are standing up. Your brother is in the room, which I thought was unusual because I was in my 20s and, and there was no way he would know that. It's not like he said grandparent or great grandparent, something you could sort of predict. And I remember he started tuning in. I said, well, the reason I'm here is to connected to that. As soon as he died, I felt this sharp pain in my back. And no one can help me. I don't understand how to release this. And he said, well, you're feeling grief that you're not letting go of. And you're, and it was so crazy because the minute he said that, I just started bawling. Like I was holding all of this emotion for my parents and for my brother's fiance. And then he was saying about guilt. He's like, this is this aspect of survivor's guilt where there's some part of you that believes that if it was you, it, it wouldn't have been as sad and tragic for everyone. Like people some, somehow would have been okay, which is a big statement, really. So when I felt the truth of what he was saying, and again, cried yet again, I remember he put his hands gently on my back and that pain was just gone. And so I had to know, I'm like, what was that? And he was just someone who was very aware and very evolved. And he's like, I just want to tell you, I'm being guided to tell you, you were meant to go through this so you can help others in this way. And I started studying under him for a decade. And I took every healing arts course I could think of to understand. And so I started in implementing that in the hospital and in outpatient practices where I work in integrative offices, I would always start tuning into what's the root of this pain? How did this really, when did this manifest? Is it held emotions? Is it an experience? Is it trauma? And so that's what I've been doing with people's bodies for the last 16 years is just helping people understand what they're really holding and how the body really operates beyond just muscles, nerves, tissues, and that network um, and helping them release it. Because I'm sure everyone's talked about, you know, going to the doctor and hearing um, you're stressed and you're holding stress. That's why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And then people are like, well, yes, but what do I do about it? So I wanted to be someone who helped them understand what to do about it and how to release it and what it actually is, what that word really means for them personally. I mean, it's a it's a profound uh, start to to an episode because. Everybody knows that there's science out there that shows these things can create malignant sort of things yeah. in our body and, and and quite literally have a visceral reaction. 
and you know you got a tension in your shoulder or you know you just you have an ache in your leg and you don't know why or the list goes on the body is weird in its chemistry in response to things that we're not addressing that is 100% true across the board which is why then people are prescribed not only pain medication but then like something for depression anxiety. even though yeah anxiety <clears throat> even though it has exactly. nothing to do with that because there's uh, you know and, and it's funny because this could have easily been a conversation that went really ethereal. And yet there's some real, real, real things to keep in mind here. I mean, we have a 23 year career veteran on this call with us, right? Jason himself, who I, it's no mystery what happens when you spend that many years in the, in the military, the number of faces you see and, and what, what happens to you there. And we've had many veterans on the show, entrepreneurs themselves by and large are a very lonely stressed out on the edge at all times kind of uh, breed of person right so being able to have this conversation and to hear your experience and how that all happened you know you can hear when someone says a story like that and it's like yeah okay but there's <laughs> there, there there's there's real to what you said Thank you know you. there there is real to what you said Thank and everyone is carrying something. I think there was even a couple of books, like your body keeps count. I don't know what that there's. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Body keeps score. There's like bodies of work that are addressing this. And I'm just glad because it's so healthy for yeah. business owners to be able to like, know that yeah. there is something you can do. If you feel like I've gone to the doctor, I don't know. They just want to give me meds. It's not helping. And then when I do take it now, I feel like crap. It's because it's not really what needs to be addressed. But before I go any further, I want to let Jason chime in on some of the things you've said. Please. Well, I just turned 26. So Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. My my boy. My, my son calls me the skunk because I have strip right here of gray. He says, Dad, what? Yeah. Silver fox? Come on. My dad. He says, he says, uh, Dad, why don't you call her that? And I was like, Well, I kind of like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you've heard Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> oh, and don't ever touch me because I would be scared you would explode. <laughs> <laughs> All the tension oh, I'm carrying. <laughs> I'm not afraid of that. It's like the hurt locker. It's like oh, you're flying yeah. the wire and like, oh, yeah. we didn't explode. We're okay. Everyone's yeah. better for it. Yeah, for sure. But no, I, you know, going back to, you know, kind of talking about what you first, when we first kind of started having this conversation, you'd mentioned unlearning, right? Yeah. And it's interesting because like I spent my first close to six years in the military as a scout sniper. And I used to train other shooters. I used to, it was part of what I did. I was the senior guy after a while. And I used to train all the other people, the other soldiers. And what was always interesting to me was I get a kid from Kentucky that grew up with rifles his whole life. Right. And trying to teach that kid was like trying to pull teeth. Mm. I mean, it was awful, but then I could take somebody that never picked up a weapon once in their life. Mm. Two days, you'd swear they've been shooting for 20 years. Right. Mm. So it's about living life and bad habits. 
right? <laughs> and that's really what it is, right? You know, we go through life and we live in these bad habits of doing things, you know, and uh, it's awful and, and it's bad habits in all kinds of things. Here's a great example. So I love I, teas like become a thing for me. I don't have no idea why, but um, just in the last like two and a half weeks, just, I love tea, but I drink decaf tea. So I don't know what the point is really, but, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, my wife, the other day, she goes, Oh my God, you are plowing through that tea like crazy. And I was like, okay. And she goes, that's an expensive habit. And I was like, well, how much does this shit cost? And she's like, she's like, it's $4 a, bo- a box. I was like, you spent probably a hundred dollars at freaking Starbucks this week. And you're giving me shit for four bucks that last two weeks. So it's like, we get in these habit cycles, right? And then we don't even realize sometimes. Yeah. The bullshit we're feeding other people. Right? <laughs> I see. I see. Thank you. You see, you see how I connected that there? <laughs> I see what you did there and I'm grateful so, for it. You said it for me. So, so yeah, it's like, we got to learn to like open up more and, you know, like, like I was saying before, kindness is free. Love is free. None of this stuff costs anything. If we can just learn to like open ourselves up a little bit more and be a little bit more vulnerable. Um, I know I am, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't know. That's just, my dad pounded that in me and I still can't quite get it out. Um, in 20 some years of the military just ingrains that in you no matter what you got to be the strong one and you know all that stuff but but if we could just get past ourselves sometimes and i'm working on that every day yeah (laughs) i think it's awesome man i think it's awesome awesome, And, and that's sort of like why i'm so happy that we have a new here with us because you can sort of speak to the work that you're doing and some of the things that you're seeing, like what's been, what are the most profound experiences you had with like working with someone that you were like, wow, like I'm really doing this out here. It's funny. You should ask actually um, yesterday itself. I had a call from a woman I worked with 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And she was 90 10 years ago, and now she's 100. And she called to let me know that the quality of life that she just had for those last 10 years, she, I'm just repeating her words. I'm not saying it's true or it's not. But what she said was, you're the reason I made it to 100. And I think I'm going to make it to 101 because you gave me life again. So she reinvented herself. And she found purpose at 90 and she started knitting all these pins and things like that for whatever the wave of of the trend is um, with a group of girlfriends and they get together and there's a social aspect. And it was amazing because we worked through some of her trauma from childhood years. And she's like, it's just been so liberating to live these last 10 years without it. And so, you know, sometimes you think about what's your life path or your life purpose. And I really think it's just to learn and unlearn and remember. And, you know, Jason, you were talking about bad habits. 
because she was introduced to trauma very young and very early, she learned some habits. And those habits actually created her health status to what it was. So when we Mm. took that apart from the body, her health completely changed. And she's like, look, kiddo, you got to help me again because we got to play. And she's like, I think that's the secret too. You know how to play. So let's go play some more. I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. She gets it at a hundred. She gets it. But I would say that's definitely one of my most impactful and inspiring stories because I find out about these things sometimes later. Sometimes you don't get that email or the phone call that's like, listen, this thing really worked. I find out later like, hey, you know, I was infertile, but I have three babies now and, you know, or whatever the story is. So um, if you can unlearn these habits and get these limiting beliefs out of the way, you can have a sense of purpose even at a hundred and a sense of vitality and well-being on all levels. Um, and she said something I thought was interesting, which uh, she said, you know, I was in therapy for years and it's just so different what you do. It's not talk therapy. It's, it's actual change in the tissues. Cause I don't know if you've heard this expression or not, the issues are in the tissues uh-huh. hold on to yeah. our emotions we hold our experiences in here right <clears throat> so if i burn my hand a hundred times you're going to see me wince when the fire comes right that's it's there's no saying that it's going to burn you but there's an emotional ingrained response and reaction there so that creates a pathway in the body and what we do is we trace that and release it and now try can you be by the fire oh look you can sit there and you don't have a reaction great and it's really about training the nervous system because here in New York, we're we're hardwired to go <laughs> until we flop and then go again until we flop. It's not pretty. It's, it's not a sexy lifestyle, but definitely in the body. And there is such thing as burnout in the body and, and bringing that back to life in a, a healthy, mindful way is is powerful. That's, um, some, yeah. that's some some street cred right there, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You, you, you got you got a hundred year old lady out there crushing it after working. With you. <laughs> that's some that's some street cred right there. <laughs> I mean, that, the, the title the of this call. episode has to be something. Yeah, the title Please. of the episode just has to be something about that because yeah. it's just it's real, you know, and and the fact that many of us are, you know, in our middle age and, and already feeling like it's all over and, you know, because we're we're carrying the last 20 years into the next 20 years. And, and like, it's a, it's a habitual thing for, for a human to do. Right. And yeah, you're only human, but also that's not an excuse. You know, you've got to let go so you can go right. (laughs) Or let go so you can grow. There we go. Um, You're writing no. some good expressions here. And, some of these. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For uh, that. That's that's what this is for. And you know, I've lived in New York for like five years. Uh, coming from LA to New York, I realized that what LA was, and then being in New York and constantly moving, and then the, uh, having actual seasons and what that does to somebody who's used to sunshine, you know. Yes. And, and then a lot of people are very like, even though you're surrounded by a lot of people, you're kind of by yourself unless you on purpose make it so that you're not by yourself, right? As opposed to in LA, you're bound to run into somebody even with all the personal space. Uh, and so it's just a weird 
thing in New York. And I, 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 I understand what you mean about that. Go, go, go until you're done. And then it's trying to find that self again. I even read a book uh, that was in a, some store off in like, a, I want to say it was, uh, oof, I'm trying to remember, it was in Brooklyn near Atlantic Square, Fort Greene. Yeah, there's this bookstore in Fort Greene somewhere in Brooklyn. And it was about this lady who wrote for like the New York Times. And basically she had written an article, got the books. And it was like how New York is like the loneliest city in the world. And you can only imagine like that's compounded from all these things that people just carry with them every day because it's just people on top of people and all that sort of mirrors into different degrees what happens everywhere else in the world. Right. But it happens in New York first. And uh, I think that it's great that that's where you chose to do your work and that's where you're doing your work now. Um, I'm going to look into like what this community looks like as well, because yeah, I, you know, being an entrepreneur, and I hope that the ones that are listening, the business owners and the entrepreneurs, like consider that it, it doesn't matter who you decide to go with. Uh, if you go to a new grade, if otherwise, you know, just find someone exactly. near you or reach out to her so she can put you in touch with a colleague. Exactly. Get because, support. yeah, it, I, I know how important this really is. I mean, we're all laughing about it, but it's because you know, I don't know how else to tell you. You got to be OK with admitting you need some help, you know, <laughs> and Absolutely. it's not always psychological, like cognitive behavioral therapy tries to make it out to be. Uh, sometimes there are physical triggers, you know. Yeah. Um, it could be as simple as lifting a can and you're like, oh, this can reminds me of so-and-so and now you're caught up in this loop and it all started from there, right? So we ignore our, our bodies a lot in a world of technology and things of that nature. So yes. I just- When I, in doubt, when in doubt, stick your finger in a light socket. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is okay. <laughs> Everything is okay. <laughs> this- disclaimer disclaimer <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> see me that- after. <laughs> that's funny man i released that to the world and quickly realized i better pull it back <laughs> yeah. it's, it's straight wisdom really but i think that's the whole design of this you're right i i just want to say i work with a lot of men and a lot of ceos and entrepreneurs and they're not unaware there i actually find a connection between ceos and emotional intelligence they know so a lot of people i work with have a sense they have an understanding like something's eating at me or something's bothering me and they can't access it but it's in that subconscious space that we find the things and we release it and then when they have their results of like you know what i killed it in that meeting i landed the deal I'm thinking a lot clearer, I'm more grounded. I feel a lot lighter. I, I mean, that's that's the sweet spot, right? So if if you can frame it in a way of like, this is going to affect your success level, especially if you have barriers in there about how much success you can actually have, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, I come from a poor family and I'm loyal to that. That will inhibit your success. So it really does affect well-being on all levels, including financial. That's deep. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm over here. Like, I need to check this out. <laughs> Please come, come hang out. Let's play. Oh, hey, there it is. Now, now, with that said, what is your bottom line like? People need to know this if they're even considering remotely this, the idea of this. What is your bottom line principle, axiom, advice for people who are interested in this kind of healing? 
bottom line is no matter who you are, you're holding something. And it doesn't matter if you're aware of it or not, it's there. We have file folders in our body and it's affecting your health. So let's just say there's a restriction or a constriction. The body is going to start to reroute itself and go to the places it's free. And then all of a sudden you're not getting blood flow or oxygen to a certain area. It's leading to pain, injury, illness. So bottom line is emotions count when it comes to physical health. There's no difference to me between emotional pain and physical pain. They're one and the same. That's heavy. That's heavy. Now, should we we go lighter? (laughs) No, 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 please, please. I think it's a, I think it's a valid conversation to bring up. In fact, if it made anybody squirm in their seat a little, I think that's a good thing because it's an indicator that there's something you don't want to address. You know, it's sort of like that restless leg syndrome thing. It's like, there's clearly something upsetting you. If you're this kind of person and it happens to me sometimes you're driving and someone cuts you off and you sort of overreact to like the small things, you've got something going on there. You know, all, all of those extremes, I'm not saying that things shouldn't upset you or you shouldn't be caught off guard by things. No one is that Zen. Uh, Otherwise we, we would need to worry about anything, but uh, overreactions, whether it's physical, you're like, I don't know why it hurts. It must be because I'm getting older. Nothing short of you doing crazy drugs could, could explain that. I mean, that's definitely going to degrade your body, but otherwise, yeah, you got some stuff you need to work through. Um, and exercise is one way to deal with it, but, uh, it's not, that's like, that's like on top of what's really there. And so, yeah, you get an endorphin run, but there's something else. And I know that because I'm saying this out loud, knowing that like this, this, you know, I am a hundred percent sure given what I've gone through in my own life, I know I got something going on there. And I'm that guy that's like, I don't know what it is. It's right. not lack of ability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely some stuff in there. Um, don't and- go Godfather on me. <laughs> <laughs> don't go Godfather. <laughs> that way. I'll just point you that way. I, I don't want to have to start calling you Vinny. <laughs> listen here <laughs> but i will say this based on what you're saying that's another sign for people when they're like you know what i need to book another appointment it's when people find themselves getting short it's like i don't have patience anymore i'm reactionary I, my tolerance for things is is smaller than it normally is that's a symptom of like hey i'm full I'm full. I'm holding something and I just need space to just let go. And, and speaking to your point earlier, Jason, about people giving unsolicited advice and projecting their stuff. Sometimes you just need someone to just listen and not say a damn word. Mm. That's therapeutic in and of itself. You don't need to teach. You don't need to school. You don't need to insert your opinion or override someone's intuition we as humans sometimes just need to like vent and let go and leave it at that. It's like, okay, I feel better now. Mm, so. Nothing like a good vomit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just prepare me. I can put my gloves and my gear on. Like as long as it's not my nice top, you know, just prepare me that you're going to vomit on me. Give me a heads up. That's so true. I've got a buddy who calls me and lets me know. He's like, hey man, 
I just need to get this off my chest. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he's not looking for advice, which is everyone's go-to when someone starts talking about their problems, right? Yeah. Uh, so I can always appreciate when someone tells me, I just need to vent. Great. That's, that's awesome. And that's a kindness. It's a kindness <laughs> to you. It's like, oh, thanks for the heads up. All right, I'll just sit here and listen and hold space. But you know, when you think about the last two years, I can't think of anyone who hasn't felt some version of stress, anxiety, trauma, like the whole globe is traumatized and coming out slowly. So really this is for everyone as long as they're open and willing and willing to entertain, you know, what, let's see what, let's open the can of worms. Let's see what's in there. I love it. I got it. I figured it out. Right. Okay. We need to we need to figure out how to put the largest love power washer in space yeah. and just power wash the earth with love. <laughs> I do it in my dream every night. Is it not hey. working? <laughs> oh, it's not working. Uh, okay. I'll try a different approach. <laughs> it is it has been many a conversation where Jason has said this world is a little too angry these days. Yeah. Uh, and it's true. It's true. It is true. And they don't even know it. We know it, but they don't even know it. And they don't know how to deal with it. You know, what's funny is uh, this is a perfect uh, time to step into one of our supporters, believe it or not, kind of speaks a little to this. Uh, It's probably one of the first times it's ever been as accurate as right now. Uh, One of our supporters uh, that listens to the show and supports the show makes it possible to have conversations like this is uh, Melanie Cawson and her company Stillwater Hemp, right? Now they have the self-care and CBD situation going for themselves and from like face moisturizers to creams that help with like pain in the joints, uh, even helping you get better sleep. I mean, this is all kind of Mm -hmm. along the same spirit of the conversation we're having and they're based out of Montana. Right. But they do have not only brick and mortar stores, but online stores. And they and they essentially infuse all their products with essential oils to maximize, compound the effects of their things. And they even have a line for our furry family members, if you are of that persuasion. And they have non-CBD products as well. They're they're all about it. So if you're looking for high quality products like that, all you have to do is go to stillwaterhemp.com. You can use the code war room for 10% off. And if you're into the private label thing, because you've got your own shop and you're looking to carry better products, you can have that conversation with Stillwater Hemp and Melanie. And they'll even give you a hundred dollars off your first order because you mentioned that you were listening to this show. That's the kind of love we've got here on the show. Uh, with that said. It's also a perfect time to roll out the red carpet for you, Anu. Where should people go to get in touch with you and learn more about what you're doing and maybe follow up and be like, hey, I'm one of those people that needs that. <laughs> First place is my website, www.anuabraham.com. You can find me on Instagram, double underscore Anu Abraham. I'm also on LinkedIn under Anu Abraham. Right on. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, with that said, I think it is a perfect time to go to the grand finale. Wouldn't you say, Jason? Are we going to beatbox? <laughs> if no. I could, I would. <laughs> I can dance while you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, he'll break out some beatboxes. Oh. No. <laughs> I was going to roll with it. Go ahead. Hey, no. Uh, it's, this uh, morning we were we were dancing to uh, rap music this morning. Yeah, actually oh, I'll have I was picking up on I was too. <laughs> I'll have 
think they introduced you to Joe Applebaum. Actually, yeah, he's in NYC, so that ought that ought to be good. Uh, he's an entrepreneur, knows a lot of the entrepreneurs in New York. That might actually be a good connection. But yeah, this morning, in classic Joe fashion, he threw on some like Dr. Dre beats and started rapping. Yeah. You know, and he's got the long beard and the yarmulke, so it throws you for a loop. You're like, what's going on? You know? uh, but but he, he's he's all love. He's all love. Um, but with that said, the grand finale on this show traditionally is to ask you if you could have invited anybody here today, who would you have loved to have had here and why them? Definitely my brother, because he is where this journey kicked off. And I would love to see, you know, where he is with what I've turned into from what he knew me as and and to thank him in some strange way for getting me on my path. It, it's, yeah, I would definitely love to have had him on this show. I think it would have been a good conversation with him there being like, what are you doing talking about emotions with people? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it's <excellent. laughs> I love that. No, that's, yeah. that's a real one right there. Shout out. What was your brother's name? Joey. Joey. Joseph Abraham Jr. Yep. Joey for short. Hey, there it is. It's all love. I'm I'm so glad that you kept it real this entire episode. You know, it's uh it's not easy for people to be natural and just sort of have that conversation. Uh, but I'm glad that you did. It's a, been a pleasure getting to know you. It is tradition around here for Jason to close us out, so I'll let him do that. Thank you for having yeah. me. You guys are awesome. This was a great, great conversation. There's a lot to be there's a lot to be learned if you soaked it up, right? That's the key, right? Um, if, cause we can go through life and listen, but not really soak. And what's well, a fact, I don't know the percentages, but there's only a small percentage when we listen the first time that actually gets in the mush um, and really does what it's supposed to do. So go back and listen to this one again. So the mush gets a little deeper um, and you can get a little bit more out of it. So it's all about squeezing them lemons and getting a, getting as lemonade out of it as you can. So, and I think we got a whole glass here. So, um, <laughs> so thank you for being on the show. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It was such an honor and a delight. Thank you guys. Right awesome. on. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.